0: Welcome to Nuggets Nation, where you'll find the most up-to-date news, stories, and information about the Denver Nuggets and their organization. Brought to you by your host, Ethan Hinschel. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is your host, Ethan, back with episode 28 of Nuggets Nation. I'm here to bring you guys a recap of tonight's game against the Portland Blazers. First, the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets were on the road tonight. They were facing the Portland Trailblazers in a back-to-back. This was the second night of the back-to-back and this night was on the road. The first night was at home. So it was a tough back-to-back in terms of just travel schedule and right out the All-Star break. So fortunately, the Nuggets had that going for them. So they were rather well rested. So that was helpful. But Back-to-backs are always tough. I don't care the opponent. The Nuggets played the Washington Wizards last night. They then played the Portland Chill Blazers tonight, and the Nuggets were able to get the win 127 to 112. The Nuggets had a really good game. From last night's game to this game, they really didn't lose a beat. They were without Jamal Murray tonight, who was dealing with some tightness in his leg, so that's something to keep an eye on, and Michael Malone mentioned that The team is going to have to monitor Jamal Murray's minutes down the stretch of this part of the season just because they need him healthy for the playoffs and going at 100% playing high minutes, and they can't burn him out now. And he most likely, from the look of it, might not play back-to-backs in these final now 25 games after this 2-0 start to the All-Star break. So off to a great start after the All-Star break to lesser opponents, but these are games in which you should win and the Nuggets are taking care of business against the teams that they should beat so that's always great to see and then to get into the game the Nuggets won 127 to 112 like I said this was a very good game for the Nuggets it was a super complete game from the Nuggets I was really impressed with them there were a few players that stood out to me in this game today Nicole Jokic for one he was really really good he had 29 points 15 rebounds and 14 assists. He was absolutely tremendous. Just really incredible out there, to be honest. On 12 of 17 shooting, 1 of 3 from 3, and 4 of 5 from the free throw line. Michael Porter had arguably his best game of the season. I think, at least, if not his best, one of his best games. Michael Porter almost had his career high. He had 34 points, 12 rebounds. So he was huge on the glass again tonight one assist, one steal on 13 of 21 shooting and five of 10 from three. So he was lethal. He was on fire tonight in a great rhythm, especially without Jamal Murray. He was making shots and scoring for the Nuggets, which is exactly what the Nuggets needed tonight in order to get the win. And he provided the exact role that the Nuggets needed him to. So that was impressive just to see him step up when asked and called upon. And he's done that pretty well in games this year. There's only one game in my head, that stands out to me that the players didn't step up as necessary, but they were without Jokic against the Thunder in that game, so it's a slightly different scenario. Jamal Murray and Jokic are not the same type of player, and the absence for each of those players is widely different, to be honest. Jamal Murray is great, but his you can make up for his absence a lot easier than you can for Nikola Jokic's absence. There's no one that replaces Nikola Jokic, and there's no one that replaces Jamal Murray directly, but As a collective unit, you can have guys step up and fill in the role for him. I thought Reggie Jackson did a rather solid job stepping up for Reggie Jackson tonight. He started in place of him. Also something noteworthy, KCP started tonight. He was dealing with a pinky sprain or a hand sprain. I believe he jammed his pinky. I'm pretty sure they called it a pinky sprain or a finger sprain, but... It was on a shooting hand. I think it was rather noticeable. He struggled a bit to shoot the ball tonight, at least at the start of the game. He did not have the best shooting night. He was 2 of 5 shooting the ball, 1 of 3 from the free throw line. He had 5 free throws attempts, which was really solid. Made 4 of the 5. 4 assists. The team was very good tonight. That That's really it. Uh, Connor Gillespie was actually really good tonight. I was really impressed with him. He had 24 minutes, 18 points. He stepped up huge when called upon, 7-9 shooting, 4-4 from three. So he's a really good shooter, and I know he doesn't play much for the Denver Nuggets, but when given an opportunity, I think he can provide a certain role. I don't think he's part of a playoff rotation, however, because I think he's massively undersized, especially on the defensive end. But I think offensively, if you have no Jamal Murray and Reggie Jackson starting, and when Reggie Jackson goes to the bench, a good primary backup ball handler is Connor Gillespie because he's got some experience. He's always, he's a good shooter. He played at a good university at Villanova. I believe he won a national championship there and he's a good player and he's not necessarily the best player. And I don't think he's like a tremendous player, but I think if asked to do small little things, he can do those small little things. I don't know how consistently he can do them. That would be just my pause on that statement. I just think that he is a player that in the right system against the right team and doing the right thing, what's asked upon him, he can do it. I just don't think the Nuggets can ask him to do too much, and I don't think they will because that's not the type of player that he is. So to get into the game a little more in depth beyond just a few players that stood out to me was... Zeke Nagy also was pretty solid in today's game. He only saw the floor for 11 minutes. I wish he saw the floor a bit more, personally, but he was good. And that's kind of continuing just to spell a recent play lately. The Nuggets need him to be good. And if Zeke Nagy can be good, that is a massive, massive turnaround for the Denver Nuggets because entering the All-Star break, even though he had been playing better in a few games, I do not think the expectation was that Zeke was going to contribute to the team come the playoffs and it's only been two games so I do not want to get too excited too quickly just yet but his play has been promising 100% and as a fan it's encouraging because he signed the contract extension as I mentioned in yesterday's podcast and on top of that he is a good player to back up Aaron Gordon and leave Aaron Gordon of playing the backup center minutes when Nikola Jokic sits in the regular season because it's a very physically demanding position for Aaron Gordon to play and he does it really well he's super athletic he's super physical but it is really draining for him to do that and you don't want him to waste his energy like I talked about in yesterday's podcast because it's important that the starters are energized and healthy and rested and ready for the playoffs and a guy like Zeke Najee who can contribute in alleviating minutes for Jokic and Gordon is really really tremendous especially playing the four and stretching out the five I know there was a time tonight in this game where Aaron Gordon and Zeke Naji were playing in the front court. And before the All Star break, I wouldn't have been a huge fan of that decision, to be honest. I think now it's a bit different. And to be fair, the past two games, they've had sizable leads against both Washington and Portland that 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 has allowed Michael Malone to go a little deeper in his bench. And that's kinda of what's gonna be asked of the Nuggets in these next slew of games is that they need to get leads so their bench can play actual sizable minutes and give the starters a breather and stay rested. So that's really important for the Nuggets to just get where they want to be. They need to give their starters rest. So that's the first thing, and they did that well tonight. And then from there, Jokic and Porter were the Nuggets' two best players by far. Two of them combined for 65 points, absolutely tremendous, with 27 rebounds and 15 assists. Michael Porter only contributed one assist, but He had 34 points, so absolutely zero part of his game to criticize. Peyton Watson was solid tonight. He had 18 minutes. Another guy that I thought was really solid was Christian Braun. And we only only had three points. But the things that we want him to do, he's been doing. And specifically, that was his aggressiveness. I thought he was really aggressive tonight. I know he shot the ball one of five, but that's not the aspect I'm really looking for him. His aggressiveness was notable in transition when pushing the ball off missed. Rebounding was good. I know he only had two rebounds once again, but he was active and boxing out and just being physical. And I think he can be a bit of a physical mismatch for playing two spot for teams coming off the bench. He had four assists, so I thought that was really impressive tonight. And he was good. He was good. The players that stood out to me beyond Porter and Jokic were Zeke Naji, Peyton Watson, Connor Gillespie, and Christian Braun. And those are four great players to stand out because the Nuggets need those guys going. And when Connor Gillespie drops eighteen points off the bench and makes four threes, you're gonna win majority of the games, especially when you get thirty-four from Porter and twenty nine from Jokic in a massive twenty-nine point triple double. So those are all great things and the Nuggets this was just a great win. They were consistent throughout the game. I actually thought they got better as the game kind of went on. They had some falter, faulty moments, but that that happens in the course of a forty-eight minute game. The Nuggets outscored Portland twenty-five to twenty in the first quarter, so their defense was really noticeable in the first quarter. Second quarter, the Nuggets' offense exploded. They outscored the Portland thirty-eight to twenty-eight. So at this point, the Nuggets were up fifteen points entering halftime. So they were winning sixty three to forty eight. Third quarter the Nuggets outscored Portland thirty two to twenty nine. So they were up sixteen entering the fourth quarter. And then the Nuggets or they were up uh not sixteen. They were up eighteen entering the fourth quarter and then the Nuggets got outscored in the fourth quarter thirty five to thirty two. So they ended up winning by fifteen points. The Nuggets were up, I believe, like twenty four points at one point in the fourth quarter before the team before Malone pulled uh Jokic and a lot of the starters, they were up twenty two was their biggest lead, sorry. Twenty two, not twenty four. But Nuggets were really great tonight, and it was a lot of the same reasons why they won last night as to why they won tonight. The biggest reason was points in the paint. They had 62 points in the paint. Portland actually was really good in the paint tonight. They had 66. Denver had 62. Portland had 66 points, so they were really good in the paint tonight, but Denver was just better. They they shot the three-point ball well which is something I said they needed to do yesterday better and they did so so that's why I would rate today as a very complete game for the Denver Nuggets because the Nuggets were 13 of 33 shooting the ball from three so that's 39.4% which is excellent the Nuggets were a little bad at the free throw line tonight so that is something to keep an eye on as we enter more games after the All-Star break but they did improve their free throw percentage in the month of February so far so that is something also to be noteworthy of and not just look at this game independently compared to the rest because that's not fair The Nuggets were 14-22 from the line tonight for 63.6%. They were 58.8% from two tonight, so that is what kind of elevated the Nuggets because they had an unusual amount of turnovers today, which was surprising. But when you take into account that Jamal Murray wasn't playing, it was a bit more... You were bound to have a few more turnovers because Jamal Murray is such a good player and he doesn't turn the ball over that without him, you're going to turn the ball over a little more because certain guys are gonna have to step up to take care of the ball but 13 turnovers has you just got to be better they got to be more disciplined with the ball and the nuggets know that they improved to 38 and 19 with this win they improved to 16 and 14 on the road and this was a this was a very good win and it's that simple the nuggets need to continue to stack these wins and continue to just play this way they had championship basketball out there tonight without jamal murray and i think it's great because The expectation is that not all guys are going to be there every night, whether physically there, present during the game, Jamal Murray was not, or actually making shots. And you need guys to step up, whether the player's physically not playing, whether they're playing poorly within the game, or for whatever reason, something else is going on. Guys need to step up when called upon. And Porter did exactly that. He was absolutely tremendous tonight, and I think... A lot of what he has been so good at this season is when he's rested, he's really good. And for the Nuggets to be where they want to be, they need Michael Porter healthy and rested. And they're going to be there at the end of the season. I really do believe it down in my gut. I I have a lot of confidence in this team. I just think they're really tough to beat in a seven-game series. And... You got the best player in the world on your team. So, like, in my eyes, you're ready to go to battle with any team. Go to war. And I think the Nuggets have an absolute challenge in front of them before we even get to the playoffs in these next 25 games. They're 2-0 and so far, which is a f- fantastic start. But in my opinion, like, yeah, I'll take my team against any team in the league. And could the Nuggets lose? Absolutely. 100%. I don't necessarily think they're as good as last year's team necessarily there's aspects of the team that are better this year. There's aspects of last year's team that are better. And I think that's just part of the turnover and roster and just trying to repeat. And it's also, we got 25 more games to go. So the season's not done yet. So there's still a lot of games to play and it's a little less than a third of the season. So there, there's a lot of time still for the Nuggets and just to kind of recap on the standings before I conclude this episode and preview the upcoming game against the Golden State Warriors this Sunday the Nuggets are 38-19 and as I said they're one and a half games back of the Minnesota Timberwolves Minnesota lost to Milwaukee tonight 107-102 to so that's huge for the Denver Nuggets they gain a full game on Minnesota and they actually gained gained half a game last night against Washington so They've gained one and a half games since the All Star break. Minnesota does have a game in hand, so Minnesota is 39 and 17. OKC is 39 and 17. OKC won tonight, I believe. Yeah, they beat Washington. And the Clippers also beat the Grizzlies tonight to improve to 37 and 18. So the Nuggets are tied with the LA Clippers for the, f- or not tied, they're one and a half games back of first place. The Nuggets are the fourth seed in the West by percentage points. 6.67 is the Nuggets winning percentage. 6.73 is the LA Clippers winning percentage. The Nuggets have two games on them. So ideally the Clippers go 1-1 one and one or 0-2 oh in their next two games. So the Nuggets can tie them and or jump them in the standings. The Thunder are one and a half up on them. They also have a game in hand. So hopefully the Thunder and Minnesota loses their next game. So both those teams are just one game up on the Denver Nuggets. But it's, it's going to be a grind to the end of the season. The Nuggets got themselves in a great spot right now, and you just got to continue to stack the wins because I want to mention the upcoming opponents for some of the teams the Nuggets are looking to catch in the standings and or pass. Minnesota's next five games against Brooklyn at home. Brooklyn's not good this year. San Antonio at home. San Antonio's trash. Memphis at home. Memphis is not good this year. Sacramento at home. Sacramento's good. And the L.A., Clippers at home and the Clippers are very good so they have a rather easy five games coming up two of the five the latter two are challenging the first three are not and that is going to be just something for Minnesota like to have at their side so I just think that you got to beat the teams like tonight against Portland for the Nuggets because these teams like not Milwaukee sorry that Minnesota played Milwaukee tonight, Minnesota, OKC and LA, they're going to beat the bad teams. And even though the Clippers like won a close game against the Grizzlies tonight, they're going to win most of these games because they're just a better team, and better teams just know how to win those type of games that are close and gritty, and they did exactly that. And to kind of preview the Clippers' upcoming schedule a little bit, the Clippers play the Sacramento Kings at home on Sunday on ESPN. That should be a good game. They then play the Los Angeles Lakers at home on ESPN. They then play the Wizards, Minnesota, and Milwaukee. So these these teams are playing some beatable teams. They're playing some harder teams, but it's important for the Nuggets that they just control what they can control, and fortunately for the Nuggets, we play Minnesota three more times this year, two of which are at home. Hopefully, both of which are a win, and you maybe can squeak out the road win against Minnesota, and we also play the Clippers again, so I'm unsure if the Clippers game's at home or away. I can figure that out, but so you have an opportunity to pass these teams just in terms of like actual head-to-head matchups, and then they don't play the OKC Thunder again, and OKC does have the season series against the Denver Nuggets 3-1, to which is rather unfortunate because... They are in the same division, and if they are tied in the standings, divisional record can be used as a tiebreaker, so that would be unfortunate because OKC is 3-1 against the Denver Nuggets this season. And it's just going to be a race. I'm really excited. I think it's a really exciting time to be a Denver Nuggets fan. I don't want, like, part of being so good, you get lost in the message that it's important to be grateful for the team that we have because I know fans of – this current team have most likely also been fans of past teams that are not as good, and the Nuggets were struggled for a lot of years. So it's important just to recognize the state of the team, the state of the organization, and it's a golden error right now for the Denver Nuggets, and it's important to embrace that and just embrace the players and the coaches that they have because it's really good about the Nuggets got and who knows if it will be the same way next season. So you got to count your blessings and just be appreciative of what you got. So I think as a Nuggets fan, I'm for one very grateful and really appreciative for the team because they're so fun to watch night in and out. Not only are they just consistently good, but they just have great players that make the game fun to watch. They have such good basketball players and fun basketball players. I think there's some teams in the league that win and they win and I, here's the thing, this is a bit of a hyperbolic claim, to be honest, and I recognize the like, hypocrisy in it, sorry, I was blanking on the word, trying to figure out the right word to use, and winning's always good, point blank, let me make that really clear, any any team that wins, that's that's good, who cares how it comes, 100%, there are bonuses that come to winning, this is what I'm talking about. The Denver Nuggets are an incredibly fun, exciting team to watch because they got the greatest player on the planet, Nikola Jokic. And he is just a, such a fun, good, all-around talented basketball player. So he makes watching basketball fun. And then you surround him with players like Aaron Gordon, who's extremely athletic, Michael Porter, who's one of the NBA's best three-point shooters, a great point guard in Jamal Murray, and a great defender and shooter in KCP. Like, you have such a fun team and then you got good bench pieces who show energy like Peyton Watson and Christian Brown and even Zeke Nagy showing a little more engagement now. So all these things and Reggie Jackson too, I'm not forgetting about him, but all these things contribute to just having a very fun basketball team and just fun, fun team to cover. It's, it's really easy to cover the Denver Nuggets cause they're, it's just fun. They're good and they make watching games easy. They take care of business and You got the best player in the world, so it's really easy to root for the Denver Nuggets. I just want to I just want to point that out and just observe and talk about that briefly. But I think in general, for the Nuggets at thirty-eight and nineteen, they conclude their two-game road trip against the Golden State Warriors this Sunday. The game will be on ESPN at five p.m. local Mountain Time, four p.m. Pacific, six or seven Eastern. Sorry, seven Eastern, four Pacific, five local time. And that's going to be a tough game. Golden State is playing really well lately. They are not to be underestimated. I don't think anyone ever really underestimates Golden State, to be honest, because when you've won four rings in, I think, eight years is what they've done, uh, you're not to be underestimated, no matter what your record is, because you got Steph Curry, the greatest point guard of all time, the greatest shooter of all time. You got one of the greatest coaches of all time and Steve Kerr. I know some of you might think that's kind of asinine to say, but I don't think it is. He's a four-time... NBA champion as a head coach as a head coach he won multiple rings as a player but just as a head coach he's a four-time NBA champion so that in itself he is in his own atmosphere in terms of wins obviously Greg Popovich is there and uh Eric Spolcher is probably just an echelon below to be honest but Steve Kerr I believe is in the same grouping or should be I believe is Greg Popovich Phil Jackson from his Bulls years, Pat Riley. I think he's one of the great, great coaches of all time. And he's been fortunate to have a tremendous player, but all these guys, Phil Jackson had a tremendous player in Michael Jordan, and Steve Kerr has got his guy in Steph Curry. And I think Michael Malone, hopefully, can become one of the greatest coaches. I think he can become a legendary coach with Jokic, assuming that they can continue to win. But going back to the Golden State Warriors for a minute, they're 29-26. They're on a three-game winning streak. They're 8-2 in their last 10 games. They're playing better as of late. Klay Thompson has been coming off the bench lately, which has improved his play as of late. Their starting lineup has been pretty solid. Steph Curry's tremendous, as is, of course, as always. Then they have Jonathan Kaminga, who's playing well. Andrew Wiggins, Brandon Puzinski, I believe is how you pronounce his last name, but I might be butchering it, Draymond Green. And then they just got a tremendous bench. like They got Dario Saric, Moses Moody, Gary Payton, Kevin Looney, and just other guys, Kevin Looney's minutes have decreased lately, but these are all guys that contribute and actually do meaningful stuff on the basketball court, so they're not to be underestimated. They can beat you 100%, and uh, it's going to be a really good game. I'm really looking forward to watching that. Denver is looking to sweep Golden State in their season series to go 4-0 against Golden State, which would be tremendous. For those who remember, and for those who don't remember, I'm happy to refresh you. This was One of Denver's best games this season, in terms of just what a great win, was when they beat Golden State on the road last. I believe it was a 130 to 127 game, but I'm just remembering that off the top of my head. And Jokic hit a half-court three-point shot to win the game, backboard, bank, whatever you want to call it, and money to complete the Nuggets' like 14-point comeback in the fourth quarter. And it was a tremendous win, and just really like capped off what was not the best night for the Nuggets into a phenomenal night. So. If the Nuggets can emulate any of that energy and just any of that good mojo, that'd be great for the Nuggets to start the All-Star break 3-0 after it and go back into, I believe, their homestand this coming week with a 3-0 record and 20 games above 500. That would just be absolutely fantastic. Cherry on top. But if they can't do that, I don't think it's a massive deal. Hopefully, Jamal Murray will be back. I think part of resting him tonight, or not resting him, giving him the night off, was... Partly due because you wanted him to be able to play on Sunday's game, which was going to be the more challenging game. And you would think that you could get by in this game without Jamal Murray. And they did exactly that. So the Nuggets are rolling. They're right on pace. They're back on schedule following their three-game losing streak. And I think they're ready to beat Golden State on Sunday. They're playing well. they got to continue to play consistently. They need to cut the turnovers down. And my three keys to beat Golden State on Sunday are going to be shoot the three-ball well, like they did tonight, cut down the turnovers. They need less than 13. I'd say less than 10. And you need to play good half-court defense against the Warriors, especially against Steph Curry. And if you can do all those things or two of those three, you're in a good position to win. But it's going to be a great game. Everyone should watch the game. It's on ESPN, so make sure you check it out. And I will give you a recap after that game, so make sure you stay tuned for that. And make sure you watch any and all other episodes if you have not already. And... Have a great day, go Nuggets, and let's get this one on Sunday.